Hey everyone, welcome to the Unconventional Podcast, where we are going to get right under the skin of the modern day workplace, and more importantly, how the ever-evolving neurodiverse world fits into it. Cue the dramatic music. Happy Friday, everyone. Well, I say it's Friday. It's Friday for my guest and I, but if you're listening to this on a Monday or a Tuesday, then commiserations, because you are right at the start of the week. Um, my guest today is uh, on the third unconventional podcast. Is a gentleman by the name of Andy Salmon. Uh, Andy and I uh, only recently connected on the pages of LinkedIn, but I was very interested to hear his uh, hear about his app. Um, as a, a father myself, the app, uh, which I'm going to ask him to describe and, and go through in a minute and talk about the story, uh, is is something that I think isn't really just helpful for for children in schools, but certainly for adults as well, because uh, I think many of us have probably relied on uh, technology for far too long around these subjects. So uh, Andy, thank you very much for joining us. If you could just take us through um, your your app, your story, your journey and, and where it all came from. I will do. And hello, uh, Andy and the gang. Um, now, I do talk a lot. I should be called Sir Talkalot, not Sir Lingalot. So do sort of say, wrap it up, two minute warning. That'll do. Cut it, mate. You know, if I'm going on too long, <laughs> which I will do. I can guarantee you. Uh, so, so my name is Sir Lingalot. Sir Lingalot, as I like to link a lot. And linking is a fun and easy way to remember things by trying to find a connection, a link. But the great thing about what the app is, well, there's many great things about the app, obvs. Um, but one thing is the techniques, I've not used anything, I've not invented anything, I've not created anything new. Linking has been out there forever, but people, I just grabbed it like no one else has. The word is mnemonic, which is a very hard word to pronounce or spell, so I call it link, because it writes, <laughs> so think a link, try and find a connection. Things like, um, I mean, you know one, it's already Andy, it's like um, never eat shredded wheat for northeast, southwest, or Naughty elephant squirt water, or more importantly, never ever support West Ham. I think you'll agree. Will you agree on that? Where are you from? Well, I do agree with that. Um, I am a Tottenham fan. Um, although, do you know what? Since Moyes went in, I've got to say I've got a little bit of a liking for West Ham. Yeah, but it was, it was a mate of mine. I, I, we fell out years ago, and it's another story, and he's a West Ham fan, so I always switch when I see the West Ham. I want them to lose every game now. I love them over the years. Years ago, mine, I was a kid, and Bobby Moore and um, uh, Martin Peters, I'm showing my... No, Martin Peters, it's, um, that's, uh, that's Tottenham, isn't it, Martin? No, Martin Peters, of course it is, yeah. All those guys. Uh, but now no, I want them to lose every game. <laughs> How childish am I? Anyway, uh, or things like um, I ate and I ate till I was sick on the floor. Do you know this one? I ate and I ate. Right, trying to work this out. Someone else told me this. It's brilliant. I ate and I ate till I was sick on the floor. What times table is that? I ate and I ate till I was sick on the floor. Work it out. Is it something eight, eight, six and four? Yeah. Eight times eight is 64. I ate and I ate and you worked it out. And now if you can work it out, anyone can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So um, people do these little tricks. They've been out there forever. In my age, you say Richard of your game back gave uh, battle in vain for the um, on the, the color of the spectrum, the red, um, orange, yellow, that sort of stuff. So linking says been there forever. I've just really given it a go, and it works for any fact. It's it's a way to learn any fact in life. It can be history dates. It can be uh, what's my boss's name, the company's name, who's in charge of this, or the spelling of one or something. It's it's anything. Um, but I've initially started the app with spelling. 
because to me, I think spelling is the foundation, certainly of, well, I think it's the foundation of education because certainly in literacy, if you can't spell, you won't recognize a word. And if you don't recognize the word, reading becomes an issue. And if you can't read and you can't spell, writing is not gonna happen. And if you can't read or write, you can't do any subject really, other than maths to a degree, uh, not to, to a degree level. <laughs> Uh, so spelling to me is the foundation. And I know people say you've got um, we've got uh, predictive text, which is fantastic. It is awesome because people who struggle with their spelling, they can now communicate, but it's not confronting the issue. And children up to 18 years old are still tested on their spelling. So you can't hide from that when you're four, five, six years old. But what linking does, it gives people confidence. Um, Shall I give you some examples of the spelling examples? I would love that. Yes, please, Andy. Okay, and I can sort of give you my story, how it all began. But my first yeah. ever spelling link was in the year, I've been linking for 27 years, but we can talk about that in a second, if you second you want. I can't stop doing it. Um, I sort of twitched well, at three o'clock in the morning. I've got one, the wife said, oh, not three in the morning, mate, seriously? But I've got a good link, I'll leave it, really. My first spelling trick uh, was, um, I saw inside the word special. In fact, testing you again, Andy, you've done one out of one so far, you're one for one. Inside the word special, if you want to write it down, assuming you can spell the word correctly, there's something in the middle. There's three letters in the middle, which you know that's nothing to do with the word. Well, it's sort of linked to the word special. Have a look inside the word special and see what's in there. Three letters that stand for something. They stand for something. Yeah, it's relevant. like three letters. Like, let's say BBC is a British Broadcasting House, BBC uh, um, Corporation. BBC stands for something. Something in the middle of special. Have you seen it? CIA. There you go. The CIA have got special agents. So that helps you spell special. Now, of course, you've never heard of the CIA. That sucks. That's the worst yeah. one ever. But as a backup, they hunt down criminals in action or they try and stop crime in America. Because special is a really hard word. Of course it is. It's special, isn't it? You know, it so is. and then also I spotted that this you may put two L's at the end, special two L's. There are seven letters in there because of 007. You see, I mean, we love it. We just love linking. So that was my first spelling one. And I thought, OK, this is more than when I started linking in 1995. I was, well, I was a crack on uh, in 1995. I was looking at a map of the world. I've never taught, by the way. Um, I, I love doing I, I do cryptic crosswords. I'm doing the cryptic crossword this morning. I'm a puzzles man. How can I find a connection? How can I link 1605 to the gunpowder plot? How can I link Sweden's capital being Stockholm? How can I think of a link? And I was looking at a map of the world in 1995 and I saw that the the uh, US states, they each had a capital city. And I didn't know that. All I was good for at school was maths, sport and a couple of funnies entertaining people in the playground. That's all I was good for, which is pretty good things to be good at. It's just happy days. Um, so I saw that capital of Ohio State is Columbus. And I thought, well, Christopher Columbus, he never stops traveling. Oh, hi. Oh, he's gone again. Oh, hi. Oh, he's gone again. Columbus, will you stop traveling, mate? Ohio. Got Ohio. Uh -huh. <laughs> the linking seed had been sown. My next one, here's one for you. I went to all 50-50 states, don't worry. Um, the capital of New York State, I assumed it was New York City. It's not. Did you know that? Uh, I did. New York wasn't the capital of New York State, yeah? Yes. That's impressive. Do you know what the capital is? I'd be impressed if you know. Uh, because of A, six letters. No. Uh, it's shocking that I don't. But well, no, I don't. no. Well, well, I'd have been impressed if you knew it, put it that way. Uh, it's Albany, okay? Which I'd never heard of. And if you write down the word Albany, it's A-L-B-A-N-Y. 
New York, New York, the place that never sleeps. Bars are open 24-7. All bars in New York are open. All, A-L, bar, B-A, N-Y, New York. All bars in New York. All but me. So I thought, oh, this is good fun. This is a great game. And I started doing all the world capitals. I did history dates. I did Chinese New Year's. I just started linking everything as a bit of fun, as an alternative to crosswords. That's how it began in 1995. I was, I was running, a, I was running a, a company at the time, a recruitment company. I was in the money markets before that in London, giving it large, which is great fun. But I started doing this linking. I thought, I've got to do this. I've, I'm going to, I, then I hit on spelling in the year 2000 with the word special. I thought, ah, oh, this is more than just pub quiz stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm now pretty good at pub quizzes <laughs> because of this, uh, but that's not why I do it. Uh, I love the challenge of it. I then hit on spelling. I thought, right, gosh, this is more than just pub stuff. This is actually educational. I thought, right, I'm going to do loads of spelling words. I did five, I've done 5,000 of them. From the word was to onomatopoeia. Was is a ridiculous word. Why isn't that W-O-Z? Or the number two. Why don't we say the W of two? Every word to do with two, you say the W. Twin, twice, 12, 20. You say the W. For some ridiculous reason, we don't say the W of two. Well, why not? What idiot said that years ago? What committee agreed? You know, I mean, so with one, the one I've got for two is great on the app. It's their animations. And this one, young children play this one on the loop, apparently, at home. It's the word two is T-W-O below each other. T below, below that, the W below that, the O. The T for toilet. The W looks like a bottom. A curly W looks like a bottom. And the O is a big fat poo. Okay, and number two rhymes with poo. So the poo comes out of the bottom. Now, I haven't done it that graphically on the app because it's a family show, uh, but the children love that. And what's really cool is people send me their tricks. And this is getting to about how the brain works. They send me their tricks. And if I think it could be a text, it could be an email, that's better than mine. That is what, in fact, I'm going to put that in the app. I'm going to talk to my two animators. I'm going to get them to bring it to life, their creation, the person who thought of it. I'm going to put that on the app. And underneath it will say, this was created by Andy Barton or something. The person's name goes under the animation on the app. And here's the really cool thing. This is the beauty of this, which I didn't see coming. People who struggle to learn, who've got a learning impairment, who find learning tricky, are really good at thinking of links because rote learning doesn't work. Rote learning. I mean, seriously, it takes time. It doesn't work. It's dull and you can't join in. Which to link a lot, it's quick. It's a hoot. It works big time and you can join in. And the people who have bettered my links, the 15 people, 11 of them have got a learning impairment because they've had to explore their imagination to commit something to memory. We've all got an imagination, Andy. We all have. But a lot of people don't use it. Which is, Why would you? If, if life's not a struggle, why would you have to use the imagination? People who, who hear something once and it goes in, firstly, we hate them. <laughs> Secondly, they're like linear learners. They haven't necessarily had to go lateral to commit something to memory. So I'm getting children and adults who find learning difficult getting their name on a spelling app. And here's something I didn't predict happening. There's a child who's diagnosed with dyslexia in class, says to their classmate, I can help you with your spelling. Now, I just didn't see that coming. And all you need to play is an imagination. No rules, no system nothing and this is that's fascinating i've got no system if you've got a trick that works for you andy if you say to me what do you think andy i said well that's let's let's say you've got a link to do with the word um like the word business okay i caught the bus in essex to my place of business i caught the bus in essex to my place of business bus in s now if you live in i don't know india that's not going to work it's rubbish 
So I put that up on the app at the moment because a lot of people in the UK, it's mainly UK, even though this needs to go abroad, I send it to schools in the UK and overseas, and there's nothing like it. No one's ever done it before to this extent. But for that one, that doesn't work. Let's say you've got one to, you know, uh, to do with the word special and it's something to do with your family, like, um, I don't know, the ending, Al is the end. or And, well, that's not going to work for everyone else. That's not going to work, mate. But that one, or oh, that one does, and it goes up on the app. And that's really cool. It's just, it's saying the fact there are no rules. In fact, the more random these links, you could argue the better. Do you think of little connections? Or have you, how, do, how have you got on with learning over the years? I that that story takes me on quite nicely to my granddad and when he used to teach me to spell and it was very uh nothing like what we've just been discussing it was very much write the word down five times and then t- tell me what it was and do you know what back then i was great at spelling um because we didn't have spell checker it, it, that method worked but i see every day and my wife who works in a school um sees every day What's happening within schools is this kind of one-dimensional approach to getting children to understand how to spell. And some are successful at it, as you mentioned before. The, the children that um, it, it, you say it once and it goes in. It would be great if we had 30 children in every class that just, that just did that. But the reality is they are in the minority. There's a lot more children that need to use that imagination, as you said. But... Your what your app does, if a school embraces that, um, it allows the child to embrace that imagination and actually put it to good use. The, the challenge, I think, in schools at the moment where it's not embraced and there is a mindset of you're either going to learn that or you're not. And if you're not going to learn it in the way that we set it out, then you're just going to be a rubbish speller. That's that. Unfortunately, is is not helping the the child embrace that imagination because they kind of feel like they have to get in that same box with everyone else, and then accept I'm rubbish. Which for children, especially at the moment, I mean, don't even get me started on the last two years of COVID and how much that's impacted children's mental health and and the way they see themselves and their own confidence and everything else. I see it in my own son, my youngest. Um. The, the, the worst thing a school can do is actually damage that further by not giving them that space to actually learn in a way where they're going to get real value from it and, and results. So they end up just coming away thinking, okay, so I'm rubbish at that and I'm rubbish at that. Okay, I'm not too bad at that. But this to me is, it, it's amazing. I mean, the, the name link a lot is it perfectly sums you up. And before we jumped on this podcast, you said to me, I talk a lot because I'm a salesman. Well, you weren't joking. But to be honest, you've literally just sold that so well. And you've sold that into me brilliantly that it's kind of like, how could anyone say no? Did you know that the unconventional brand has three arms? The podcast you're listening to right now, Unconventional Apparel, where a percentage of the profits go to the National Autistic Society, And most recently, Think Unconventional, a social media company with busy business owners and CEOs in mind, putting your social media presence on the social media map. Yeah, and there's not there's no alternative. There's rote learning. It's no one's fault that. No, you can't ever go to school. Why, why aren't you doing what Salinkalot's doing? Because it's taking me years. It's mm. no one's fault. They haven't got time. People say, 
how do you think of that? I haven't got time. I've got people got teachers got the occasional link. I've got one, Andy. Okay, that's better than mine. That's brilliant. But yeah, but I, I've only got one. That's great. And you say to children, like the word, um, like the word thumb. Okay, thumb. You you can't hear the B of thumb at the end. It's a nightmare. I mean, it's silent letters are a complete nightmare. But you say to the children, children. In fact, let's put you on the spot again, Andy. There you go, mate. And I've got my two things. I've got my. If you get it wrong, or if you get it right, okay, you've done well so far. The word thumb, you can't hear the B of thumb. Can you think of a visual link to do with the letter B and a thumb? The letter B and a thumb. A visual link. Can you connect the letter B um, with a thumb? No, because this I'm not at your level of expertise. Five and six year olds get it, just to put you, just to put you down, okay? Um, put your put your thumb in the air. What letter is that? That's a B, isn't it? With the hand? Yeah. That's a letter B. So there's a thumb at T H U M on the app, you'll see you'll see there's someone's hand with their thumb in the air. That is the letter B. And children think of that. Or the word door, that could be D-O-R. That could be D-O-R-E. It could be D-O-A-R. It is a nightmare sound or. The two O's are door handles. You ask children. Can you think of a link? And children are thinking of links. This is what's great about it. And I say to children, I say to teachers, do not put pressure on a ch children and say, come on, children, think of a link. No, do not do that. Do not put pressure on them. But you say to them, if you can think of a link, children, one a month, one a year, let me know and I'll tell us to link a lot. And anybody who sends me a trick uh, by their teachers or by their parents, even if it's, even if it's complete rubbish, <laughs> I think, what is that? I will still send them a badge and a pencil to encourage them to keep doing it. Mm. And this is what's cool. On my YouTube channel, it's a link a lot YouTube channel, I've got 90 lessons, nine zero lessons on there. And it's me being really childish, saying poo bottom woofy all the time, this sort of thing, but some clever stuff thrown in. And on those, children have sent me their tricks. I play their videos. They get shout outs. They get this one. Um, Steve Wright, shout out, shout out, shout out. They get a badge. And children, and the idea of the lessons is they use them in class. Schools are doing Selink Lot time every day for three to five minutes. Selink Lot time. Yeah. They assign a Selink Lot monitor. They've got to earn that right through good behavior, good punctuality, good work, whatever it's going to be. They play the animations on the whiteboard in class, but they've got to earn it. They play three or four from a bundle of words. They play them a couple of times. The teacher walks around the class helping children on an individual basis. Independent learning, you can't beat it. And they're doing it every day. And if they can think of a link, brilliant. If they can't, don't worry, children. If you can't think of a link, do not worry. The app is there to give you confidence with your spelling and then maths and then geography. And confidence, as you've touched on, is key. With 90% of children who can't do it, it's confidence. This link instills it in seconds. I've got some wonderful anecdotes. I'll give you a couple very quickly, if you don't mind. I'll give you the best one first, which is not the best way to do things. We say, say the best till last. But there's a girl two couple of years ago in year six, so she was uh, no year five. She was ten years old at the time, or nine years old. Really bad at spelling, dreadful. They do spelling tests in class now. Spelling tests at the moment. This is what schools do at the moment. Okay, this is where it's wrong. Monday morning, here are ten words, children. Children, I've got nothing for you. I've got no techniques. I've got rote learning. That doesn't work. I'm not going to waste my time in class doing rote learning. So frankly, can you do that at home? Waste your time with the parents doing it. Get stressed with the parents, the surrogate teachers. Have a terrible week. Hate the experience. Come back in on Friday. Get 10 out of 10. And then forget them a week later because there's no hook. Yeah, is that all right, children? Good. I mean, most schools do this to keep the parents happy. But now with Selinkalot, they're saying, our oh, parents, we have got a, 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 a resource called Selinkalot 
we now are using something in class. We do not need your input in parents. We're not going to send spelling tests home ever again. Forget it, parents. And that is very cool because some parents, a single parent family or broken home, all that pressure's gone. If you say to the parents every two weeks, we're working on this bundle for your information. There's nothing for you to do. We're now working on this bundle of words, Spaghetti Shakespeare, for your information. There's nothing for you to do. And if they're kept informed, if people are kept informed in life and they see an improvement with their child's spelling, they are happy campers. And so doing it in class every day is fantastic. And so this child, this girl, 10-year-old girl, every Friday spelling test, 20 words, which is quite fierce. 20 is a big number, really, in a week. She used to get one out of 20, naught out of 20. Thursday night, she'd have panic attacks. She'd take the day off. She'd bunk off. She'd, she'd forgive me for saying this, she'd, she'd, she'd wet her uh, bed uh, in bits, on, and she couldn't do the test. Too humiliating. So link a lot. She's embraced it. It's changed her life, which is great on spelling. But here's the cool thing. Because of my lessons, I go through my techniques. I always say to the end of each lesson, children, if you've got any good tricks, let me know. What do you got? Come on. And they send me their stuff, and I go through my techniques. So children are becoming linkers themselves. And this girl has embraced linking so much so that she can now think, oh, this works for learning geography facts. This works for learning history. Yeah, it does. It's for anything. Okay, I'll get this. She's now embraced linking using the techniques so much so that her mates in class or in the playground are saying, Ellie, can you help me learn this fact? Now, what a turnaround that is. That, that is, is a mascara warning stuff, that is. And she's gone to year seven now this year, gone to year seven with a spring in her step. And her mum said, you have saved her life. So don't be silly. I'm sure you No, trust me. Selinkalot has changed my daughter's life. Now, that is great. That is a... To top, that's hard to top that story. One, one was all very quickly. There's this, I've, I've selected mute as a boy, year six, two or three years ago. I do, I do spelling workshops. I've been at 500 schools over the last 10 years. I love an audience. You've already got that within 10 seconds of talking to me. Um, and I was doing a, I'm doing a spelling workshop with these children, like 10 children who really struggle with their spelling. I showed them these tricks. Uh, they got the words correct. And I see, so who wants to spell this word? And he sort of put his hand up quietly. And I walked over to him and said, okay, Joe, do you want to? And he whispered it really quietly to me. I just, just hear it. And then, which is great, and that was at lunchtime, in the afternoon with all year six children, 150, well, 120 year six children, I said, who wants to spell these big fat words you've just learned? He put his hand up and he spelled manoeuvre onomatopoeia, which are ridiculous words to spell, but he whispered it, but about, you could hear it, if you were two or three yards away, you could hear it, if you were beyond that, you couldn't. And the SENCO, the learning special needs teacher, and the teacher said, he's not spoken in two or three years, that is bonkers. And that, those stories, it's not me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm holding this wonderful, learning technique i'm selling it well it's a great name i'm completely nuts and children like what i do but ultimately what's winning the day here is these techniques which children can use and adults can use and that's great don't you think i really do andy and uh, do you know what i'm i'm completely sold um and funnily enough i'm working with a a a, a lady to do with to do her work with her on her linkedin funnily enough and she is she's built a program that actually go also goes into schools, but it's to support children's mental health, and that again is is a, a such a powerful tool and very much like yours. When she sells that into me as a as a father, I think to myself, this is literally a no brainer. Like I've been on your website, I've seen the pricing model. Um, we're not talking about millions of pounds here. We're talking about a, a very small investment versus the actual value that this is going to give, and I think. When I think of it at a slightly broader level in terms of people um, in the workplace, 
And if I link, link, if I link what you're doing here to confidence and how that then, what that then does for the child, I think there's an argument that in in the workplace we don't do enough and we don't put enough things in place to support people at work um, to bring out the best in them and, and deliver that confidence. And I think it goes from schools right through to the workplace in that very, very often it's a one-dimensional, this is how we do things, this is what I want you to get on board with, it's worked until now, so if you can't get on board with that, you're either going to be miserable or you're just not going to be right for us. And for me, from what I've seen in, in places that I've been, there's been some great experiences, but there's also been some poor experiences. And I think this this whole mindset around what you've done, it doesn't just help children improve their spelling. It doesn't just do that. It does so much more than that on the on the grander scale, doesn't it? Uh, massively. It, it's, it's anything. Doctors for exams have got to learn all these facts. I, I met two or three years ago, there was an acupuncturist, a woman a training to be an acupuncturist. said, Andy, can you help me with, there are 300 parts or nerves. If like, if you hit your, this part here, this, the prick pin goes in here, it reacts and it comes out to this finger. There's a pro, there's a, there's a path it takes. We've got to learn all these paths. I don't know how to do that. I said, of course I can do that. What do you want to do? Let's go for it. And so they're like, well, these, there's these sequence of these five words. I've got to learn them. These sequ- Okay, well, let's look at the first syllables. Always doing the first letter doesn't necessarily work. Like, I don't know, like Richard York get battle in vain, because you may not know what the R stands for, possibly, in this body. So first syllable is always a good one. I do that quite often. And then you put that as a catchy story. So oh, I see what you're doing. I get that. Yeah, okay, I don't need you anymore. I can do this. Brilliant. So it's ways to learn anything. So if you're at work, and you've got to learn a system, an order. Right, I've got to do these five things in the next hour, but I keep forgetting. Well, let's put it together. There's a way to learn things. There's always, it's out there, but it's for anything. It's things like, um, like the capital of New Zealand is Wellington. My Wellingtons are all black and dirty. Okay, they're all black. Wellington, all blacks, the rugby team. Have you never heard of the rugby team? Okay, my Wellingtons are, are um, uh, New Zealand is Wellington boot-shaped. And it is Wellington boot-shaped. Um, you, here's, this is my best link of all time, and it's not mine, it's my sister. I'm gutted she spotted it. She beat me to it. She beat me to the punch. It's brilliant history. Do you like history by any chance? Um, I wouldn't say that I'm a history buff, but I do find it intriguing. Okay, this is bonkers, okay? York, four letters, reigned in the 1400s. Tudor, Henry VIII, Elizabeth I, okay? Five letters, Tudor, in the 1500s. Stuart, James, the guy, you know, um, Charles, um, Guy Fawkes, uh, Stuart, six letters, 1600s. Hanover, the Georges, seven letters, 1700s. Victoria, eight, 1800s. Elizabeth, nine, 19. Now that is just nuts. That, Tudor, five letters, 1500s. It's ways to learn anything. Now that's great, but the best thing is the cherry on top is you can join in. Whatever you need to learn. The Solingalot app of long term is going to be a way to learn any fact around the world. It's like Wikipedia, any fact, there's a fact. Underneath, here's a way to learn that fact. That's where it's going. I'm just kicking it off. It's for anything, absolutely anything. You know, like like this for spelling, okay? With manoeuvre, right? Manoeuvre is a really hard word to spell. It is an impossible word to spell. Do you know how to spell it? The middle bit is M-A-N, and then there's three vowels in the middle. Do you know the order of them? Um, is I it, got it wrong, so don't worry if you get it wrong. Is it O? It's not O-U-E, is it? 
You're correct. It's not OEU. <laughs> <laughs> it's OEU. Okay. OEU. Now that we've never seen that in English. It's a French origin. Erv is work. Okay. Like earth, egg, O-E-U-F. O is quite common in French. But it's, uh, uh, egg is not linked to manoeuvre. But that those three, the combination of three vowels in French, yes, we've never seen it in English. I spotted, when I spotted this, I thought, this is really clever, but the children aren't going to get it. It's too much of an ask. It's too convoluted. I spotted the word man is next to our, O-U-R, and then Eve. So our above here, Eve below it, but alternate letters. So it's O-E-U-V-R-E. Okay, I thought, well, that's a good spot. I've now got to put it together to a catchy sentence. So at Christmas, a man does a manoeuvre down our chimneys every Christmas Eve. So O-E-U-V, and, and I've got on the an animation, Father Christmas going down the chimney, and he lands his, he lands the splits, he hurts his crown jewels. And it's funny, it's very funny. Okay, so I thought that's clever. Maybe 10-year-olds will get it. I've got a clip. I, I, I did a Zoom demo with the parents, uh, with the school who bought it. And the children jump on. So there are 30 children there, right? Children, who can spell manoeuvre? Have you seen that animation? 10-year-olds put their hand up, nine-year-olds. This young boy put his hand up. I said, how old are you, mate? I'm five. Oh, are you saying you can? No, come on. And you got it right. I got it on camera. 20 minutes later, I said, Alex, can you still? Yep. And he's five. I mean, it was just madness, really. And he wasn't a gifted child or anything. There are three things with Selink a lot. Firstly, does it work? Big time. Secondly, do they remember these tricks a month later? Very important. They remember most of them. They stick. They stick. Father Christmas doing the splits, holding his crown jewels, our Eve. They stick. And lastly, most importantly, do they use these words in their work unprompted? There's no point in learning a fancy word if you're never going to use it. And I've got another clip of a year three teacher, so eight, seven, eight-year-old, said, Andy, last summer, our children were eight, um, we were doing Jack of the Beanstalk. Over half of them wrote this sentence, 30 children, not having seen the manoeuvre animation in weeks, they wrote this down. Jack manoeuvred up the beanstalk. Now, the fact they can't spell Jack or beanstalk is irrelevant. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but they put that eight-year-old children in their work weeks later in an average state primary school, whatever. It wasn't like a gifted school or anything. This is amazing. This is the biggest thing in education in decades, if not ever. And it's not bluster. I can back that up. It is so exciting. I've got no rules. These links either work or they don't. And all you need to play is, is imagination. And imagination is everything, isn't it, Andy? Um, I think it is. Uh, and actually, um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, do you almost see this app turning into almost like a brain training kind of uh, angle? So as you just said quite rightly, it started in spelling because that was something that really interested you all those years ago, and it's kind of evolved out. I really, I wasn't sort of jumping in. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. It didn't buzz me because I thought, well, capitals, history dates, Chinese New Year's, mountains. That's more interesting. Spelling, whatever. Spelling's dry and dull, isn't it? No interest. But then I saw CIA. I thought, oh, oh. I so I hit on spelling. I thought it was a dry subject, and suddenly it's awesome. So I didn't look for it. It just came and hit me. Mm. I think. And 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 because it because that happened, that's kind of how it's evolved. Um, but from listening to you and and kind of understanding what what your story is and and the passion and the enthusiasm you have for it, to me this this is something that can be used anywhere um, and evolve into something that helps people of all ages uh, away from just schools. Um, Absolutely. I, I presented six, seven years ago at a, a prison in uh, East Sussex um, and just a literacy thing. They loved it. 
They loved it. There's a stat. 57% of people in prison have got a reading age of primary school children, and you know, 11 or under. Um, I met, um, I haven't mentioned, mm. Susie Dent from Countdown, mm. that woman in Dictionary Corner, is on the app. Her character is called Lady Lexicographer, which is a fantastic word, lexicon is words, like dyslexia, like the fear of words, take away dys, you got lexia. She's picked so far 50 words in the app that were a good origin, a good etymology, and there's more to come. She said, this is great, I want to tell children about the story of words, it's hard to get their attention, but you're doing that, you are the link there, the link, man, so link a lot is the link. If you said to a child, do you want the etymology of a word that you can't spell? Well, frankly, you're rubbing salt in the wound, mate. No. But now I can spell it thanks to Salinkalot's trick. You've piqued my interest. What's the story behind it? So, for example, the word biscuit, right? You can't hear the U of biscuit. That is a nightmare word. That could be a K, not a C. It's a nightmare, the middle bit. And I spotted the C is a handle and the U is a cup. There is a physical cup in the biscuit. And they, the children see the cup and the biscuit and, and tea being poured in. They know tea and biscuit is, is a, a cup and a biscuit is a natural link. Right, I can spell biscuit. What's the etymology? Now, what the prefix B-I, Andy, B-I, what does that mean in English, B-I, normally, at the start of a word? What does it mean? Yeah, it's the prefix. Like, uni, by, try. Oh, two. Bicycle, yeah. bi, yeah. biannual, okay. Bi, B-I in French, or B-I-S, means twice. Qui is the past tense of cooked in French. It literally means twice cooked or double baked because they cooked it in a normal oven, then they dried it in a slow oven. It's cooked twice. So she's on the app, and that is great. That is very cool. She's a great woman. We love Susie. She's fantastic, so sweet, so nice, but razor sharp. You don't question her with words. I did it once and came second. That was a mistake. But in essence, she wasn't being mean, just she knows her stuff, which is brilliant. But if I was going back to her, so getting her on the app is awesome. It's really cool. Um, so there's a lot of depth to the app. But also, there's, 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 I've got homophones on the app. I've got uh, rules and patterns, these letter strings that children have got to learn in the national curriculum. There are 350 words primary school children have got to learn. They're called common exception words or, or uh, statutory words. I've done those. No one's done that before. There's nothing there out there for tricky words, which is great. Uh, and also there's punctuation and grammar on the app. And there's math just gone up. It's going to be other subjects. But anyway, I mentioned about prisons. Um, so I met, uh, Susie and I met Matt Hancock two or three weeks ago because he is dyslexic and he was only diagnosed when he was 18. And so he he's campaigning, he's trying to get a bill passed um, to get every child should be screened for dyslexia before they leave primary school, which is a great call. And he, we met him, he loves it. What are you doing is great. Can you help us with, uh, help us with uh, their campaign, which is really cool. So we're talking to him. And dyslexia, I mean, you, know, you can argue, he made a good point. If this spelling works for children, four, five, six years old. So if you've got dyslexia or dyscalculia or ADHD, whatever it's going to be, that may affect your work. Linking works so well, it doesn't matter whether you're dyslexic, it doesn't matter because they're learning them. I, I don't care whether it's not affecting my spelling. So I've got dyslexia or whatever. So who cares? He said in a way, maybe we don't need to screen children if this works so well. Who cares if you've got this tag? Now, giving, giving a child a label for dyslexia is risky. It's double-edged. Firstly, they may think, great, I've got a reason why I can't spell I'll hide behind that. Okay. Or they may think, I hate this tag. I do not want this tag. I don't like it. And I'm, say, I'm sorry to say this. Some parents would rather call their child dyslexic than just a weak speller. It hurts their pride. Now, that's a bad call by the parent. I'm sorry to say that, but there's no, no names. Really, but I know that goes on. There's a stat that uh, 
10% uh, of uh, people have got dyslexia in the country. That's six, seven million. I don't buy into that. I think dyslexia exists, but nowhere near that many. I go to these schools, they know, I said, well, look, your spelling is awesome. Here's a link a lot. You, you're now spelling brilliant words. So yeah, maybe you aren't. I'm not qualified as dyslexia. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I, I, what I do know is I can help people with those spelling issues and ultimately learning anything. So one of the points I wanted to make you about, about prisons and stuff, which is really good, is that um, I, I, we want to get involved in prisons. Definitely. Oh, my goodness, want to. But I met a guy, a guy about six, seven years ago, a father. He said, I'm 60 years old. I saw, I saw your presentation. The parents came in and watched it. He said, I've got severe Alzheimer's. I'm 60. This is awesome. I love what you're doing. It stimulated me. This is brilliant. So I can see Selinkot being on a loop in care homes. <laughs> I can see that. I'm the last person in the world who's going to get dementia, I think, because my mind is so active all the time. Bang, 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 bang. So, I'm, again, I'm not qualified in that world, but I think this could definitely help. It's all ages. Uh, and, Andy, I, I actually think um, you've, you've hit the nail on the head within that. It's about attention. In the world that we live in, especially with children, and I see it in my own kids, uh, and then that goes into the workplace as well, attention is really difficult. And most people, you can't get their attention for longer than 30 seconds. We, we, we live in a social media, TikTok world where everything's accessible instantly. So we never actually pay attention to what's in front of us because we're always thinking about what's next. And I think you talk about the stats around dyslexia. I'm certainly not qualified to say whether that's right or wrong. Um, they talk about one in seven people is neurodiverse. Again, I think a lot of that is one in seven people think than neurodiverse as opposed to I've actually been diagnosed because I know firsthand how hard it is to get diagnosed with autism or ADHD, especially uh, through the NHS. Um, so I think attention and actually finding a way to engage the audience, that's the, that's the trick. Um, and it seems like you've done that at school level. It seems like potentially you're now looking at exploring that at, at senior level. And for me, that's, the, that's what's missing in a lot of modern businesses. It's, there's a lot of talent being missed out on, and this goes for schools as well. There's a hell of a lot of talent being missed out on and unexplored because we have a one-dimensional approach to learning, teaching, whether it's at school or in business. Right, this is what your job is. This is what you're going to do. There's the training material, go and consume it. Okay, well, I've consumed that for 24 hours. None of it's gone in because it's really boring and doesn't grab me. You haven't made any effort to, to you know, one of the biggest things that Odessa and I are trying to achieve with Think Unconventional is to make things accessible and inclusive. So we talk to people about don't just write content on your socials text only. Because me, personally, if someone writes a massive long block of text on a, on a LinkedIn post, I don't read it because it's boring. Like, and, I, and no disrespect to people that like writing books on LinkedIn, but I haven't got the attention for it. I use a lot of visuals, but people can't always see those because they're visually impaired. So you, you have to put the alt tags on or the description. I also use a lot of video because, again, people with low attention want to consume it in that way as opposed to actually physically having to read it. So... And it's the same thing with what you're trying to achieve. You are basically creating something that goes against everything that 
people in schools and businesses are doing and that's saying the people around you need to be engaged if you want them to retain this information and this service actually engages people in a way that they've never been engaged before um and that's why i love it yeah it's i mean the, the future certainly in schools the future is this is the future i think and it's happening a bit already out there a primary school teacher they've got to have like five or ten different hats geography science history they've got all these hats they're not you know they, they can do their bit you know but what they paid amount amount of money you get they get paid they're not going to be superstars you know they haven't got it all going on whereas your physics teacher in secondary school is a bit different but primary school teacher you've got all these hats nightmare why not have the best teachers in the world on the screen like so we're doing going to do history about uh whatever it's going to be the second world war who is the best at that this guy from um uh mongolia is awesome Let's watch him. The teacher then walks around the class. The children are plugged in, maybe watching this person to getting their this 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 teacher online in Mongolia is getting their attention. As you say, that's the most important thing. If you get their attention, you're ninety percent ninety percent of the way there. Definitely ninety percent of the way there. The teacher then walks around the class, helping children on an individual basis. They can see right now that bit he's got that bit wrong, so I'm going to go and walk over to him. So do you see that? And they're doing their bit because the teacher's role. One of them is crowd control which is a nightmare. I feel sorry for some teachers. They're so sweet, so nice, but they haven't got the presence to be, listen to you 30 children, stop mucking about, which is, that's not what they're, it's not what they're signed up to, but they know they've got to. If you've got their attention and they're, they're, they're watching and then you then walk around, you're helping Ellie or, or, or Stan or something, there's something individual about that child. That's a real buzz for the teacher. That's what they want to do. So I think the future is, like, so spelling, you have Sir up there. In the, around the world, he is the man on spelling. No one can touch him. Just forget it. Have him up there for free. Oh, well, you've got to pay a certain, it's, it's certain, not a huge amount of money uh, a year for the schools. And like for, you know, the drama, this, this drama teacher from Florida is just amazing at this particular skill in drama. We're playing her for the next hour. She's brilliant. That is the future. Have the best teachers in the world on the screen, and then you are then not so stressed trying to crowd control and talk about history when you're not that qualified. Geography is your passion. That to me, is, and it's happening a bit out there already, but that is the future. Why not have the best teacher in the world on the screen, and then you do your bit going around, and you have your little, you literally put your little mark on it. That's my little sort of take on that. My little, ah, oh, I like that teach miss. That's a good one. That's a nice little angle. That that to me is the future, definitely. Getting people's attention and keeping it. Once you've got their attention, but it's hard to teach at the moment. You've got this one, you mentioned one dimensional thing and rote learning. My goodness, I've never been a teacher. I've never taught my life. It's such a hard thing. You've got six hours a day. You've got to keep their attention. And the prep you've got to do with Salinka, there's no prep. They, the teacher's children, I was talking to this teacher, I was with this teacher a year ago at school, year two, six year old children. We're at the, we're at the corridor, we're at the door, uh, uh, but the door was open. We didn't know, we were just chatting. The children started playing the animations. The teacher walks in and says, Miss, we can now spell field, door, and busy. Test us. So I'm, I, didn't, I wasn't even there. And they're doing it. We don't need the teacher. That, that is just a great way to do it. That's where it's all about getting their attention. That's what's the, it's so difficult to do that. Plus the prep, but there's no prep for Salinkola. I read recently that teachers, preps, primary teachers, prep between 10 and 15 hours a week. That's hard. I mean, you've got a family life as well. Plus, what a tough job teaching is. It should pay double. There's no question it should pay double. It's ridiculous, really. Yeah, it, it really should. Uh, it really should pay double. And Ian, uh, uh, if it did, uh, my wife would uh, be earning double. So that would always that, that would always come in handy. <laughs> I think um, I think that's a, a perfect way to kind of round up, Andy, to be honest. It's been an absolute pleasure kind of hearing about this. And in terms of if you want someone to sell in your product... 
Um, they talk about business owners having to do the sales, the marketing, the admin, the, the, the finance and all the rest of it. I think, and some of them don't like the selling element and they want, they want someone else to do the selling. That selling's hard, but in terms of one of the biggest key things in selling is that you have to have a passion for what you're actually talking about. And I think that's definitely been evident today in, in, what, you've, uh, in what you've said about Selink a lot. So th- thank you very, very much for joining us today. Uh, I'm looking forward to editing this one. I, I really haven't had to do a lot of talking today, which is, uh, which is rare. On the app, it says the Selink a lot, the future of spelling. I'm changing it the next couple of months because maths have now has gone up. I'm changing it to Selink a lot, the future of learning. And that's what it is, trust me. I agree, I agree. There's a massive need. It's a game changer. English is a second language. It's knocking down barriers. It won a big award a couple of years ago at the BET show. Very quickly, 30 seconds. BET is the biggest um, ed tech exhibition in the, certainly in Europe. It's every year in January, four-day gig in London Excel. 35,000 teachers rocked up overseas. They loved it. There's an awards evening, like the Oscars of the education world. I put the app forward for the best educational app. Uh, won it by apparently a mile and I did some dad dancing on stage in my black tie and my daughter said no dad not in public I said whatever shut up I want a big fat award and I'm doing all this sort of stuff and giving it Joey from Friends dancing and all this sort of stuff <laughs> but it's it's so exciting there's nothing like it and it's a big game changer yeah it absolutely is and I think the future of learning it makes it a lot broader and exactly where it needs to be um, Andy thank you very much um, uh, and uh, this one, uh, we'll get this out as soon as possible, so you can uh, listen <laughs> listen to yourself back again and and uh, make yourself laugh. Nice to meet you. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Andy.